The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Two Point Conversation Football Talk for Fans by Fans right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside with me every single week right here on our discussion topic episodes, the one, the only, the Wizard of Jaws, Derek Jaws. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, friend. How are we doing? Oh, I'm great. Sitting uh, nice on my nice cozy couch at home. Love it's, that. Uh, oh, it's good. It is. I'm feeling real good right now. Real good. I have to do this more often. Um, I agree. <laughs> so what's new with you? What's new with you? Oh, I'll tell you what, buddy. I am sitting here in my hoodie blanket. I just got out of the <laughs> woods with my dad. Uh, call me call me one of the soggy bottom boys today. It's raining out there and I was in the woods cutting stuff down. So it's a little moist uh, out there through uh, through the baggiest pair of sweatpants I have on and uh, the hoodie, bl- the fleece hoodie blanket for the ride home. I was the most comfy guy on the planet at the time <laughs> and uh, walked in the door, plugged in. Here we are. Let's go. Perfect. Let's get it rolling. All right. As we always do, we're going to start off with our week. It still like blows my mind that we're already in week. We're going on to week eight, but our week seven takeaways, Jaws, why don't you kick us off? What, what were some of the biggest things that you took away from uh, this past this past week in football? All right. Well, I'm going to come in hot. I'm going to come in hot and heavy for you. Chiefs suck. Washington football team sucks. Panthers suck. Dolphins suck. Jets suck. Eagles suck. Bears suck. Lions. God, that, that, that was exciting football, man. It was a good I, game. I, I was rooting for Jared Goff and the Lions for once. Listen, I, I love the Rams. I think I love Stafford. I love I, I've always liked Stafford. I thought he always you know was the best player on a bad team over there. Uh, he's kind of proven that a little bit. But man, the, the Lions came out hot. You know, coming out, took the first one down, put it in, onside kick, fake punt. And I like if they could have put that second one in the end zone, I'd have been like, oh, oh, we got a game. Yeah. And then, you know, field goal, field goal. And that that was the end of it. So, but I mean, ballsy move coming out. What do you got? You're 0 and 5. What do you, you're 0 and 6, whatever it was. Well, what do you got to lose? Let's go. <laughs> no, uh, I, I certainly agree. But yeah, you know, Bears suck. Texans suck. I hate to say it. 49ers suck. <laughs> Geno Smith sucks. Jameis Winston sucks. Whole lot of suck. This was, this was the week of the suck. There was a, there was not a whole lot of good football on. No, like I mean, it's it, our uh, one of our co-hosts, David uh, David Brick. He brought up the other day that the most exciting game was legitimately Miami and Atlanta. Right. Tua sucks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Shots. Shots fired. Um, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was a lame week of football, man. One of the things I took away and, and I hardly watched last night, meaning Monday night, uh, the Seattle new Orleans game is man. Russell Wilson is covering up a lot for Seattle. It's not something we're talking about, um, in depth today, but, uh, I did want to bring it up because it is crazy to see how bad this team. I, mean, I think we all knew it though, 
right? I think yeah. it, we we all knew this, but actually to get to see it unfold, Seattle's a lot worse off than I think a lot of people thought. I mean, we, we've always said that Russell Wilson on field is, you know what I mean? You always have a chance. And absolutely, we're, we're seeing what it looks like with Russell Wilson not being able to be on the field. Uh, this is the equivalent of, of you know, a Tom Brady list. Well, I can't say Tom Brady list Patriots because um, a Tom Brady, a, a Tom Brady list Patriots when they're not playing the Jets. How's that? All right. I mean, they did go 11 and five that one year and missed the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, here we go. Yeah. Let's let's roll it back. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers lists Green Bay Packers. Sure. Right. Uh, that's how much Russell Wilson means to that Seattle team. And and yeah, they look horrendous. You know what I mean? With the, the offensive line, uh, the running back, like the, the running game is just atrocious. Uh, and their defense is still bad. But that's the difference that Russell Wilson makes. And listen, I'm a, I'm a big advocate for players getting paid. He deserves every penny. Uh, but man, oof. oof. Absolutely. <laughs> oof is the right answer there. Um, so, I mean, and Geno Smith, like what a what a turn for the worse. Like, what was it? First or second play from scrimmage? 80 <laughs> some yards to the house to DK. And you're like, oh, OK, OK, Geno. And then and he turned just... into Geno. <laughs> Like how how do you how do you how do you get an eighty four yard touchdown on one of your first plays of the game and then like you end up with one sixty seven total and the last ball you threw you it was it was fourth and twenty four you evaded pressure turn and heave that some bitch as far as you could and it went eighteen air yards <laughs> what are we doing here like if you could get any air under that ball DK probably DK is probably on a house call again. Probably. I probably have a shot in fantasy because of you. I know. I, I'm just glad. <laughs> I'm just glad DK didn't fumble at the one yard line. Yeah. That's 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 what I have to say. Um, yeah. Oh, so bad. So bad. Seattle's so bad. Um, yeah, there's a lot. Like I said, there's a lot of bad. We're going to talk about some of the bad in just a moment. But um, but there's that. Uh, we're going to the AFC is very, very. I'm not going to say open, but it's confusing. Uh, we'll roll with that. And uh, Broncos. I mean, we, we I th- I'm pretty sure you said oh. the Broncos suck, but holy shit, do they suck. It's it's not even funny anymore at this point. How, they couldn't beat a Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb and Baker Mayfield list Cleveland Browns. Right. And I mean, it's not even like Teddy Bridgewater was the problem. I mean, 23 for 33 is not bad, but I mean, for 187, that's tough. Yeah. I mean, are you playing not like at that point? It looks like you're playing not to lose, right? You're playing safe football. You're, you're playing I, very I, I safe. Don't, I don't football. want safe football. Go win me a football game. Like if, if I were any NFL coach right now and I had a quarterback who went out and had put that stat line up 22 for 30 or 23 for 33 for 187, two and one, I'd look at you and say, you look like that. Look, that stat line alone looks like you're playing it safe and you still threw an interception. <laughs> I'd rather you throw three trying to win me the goddamn game. Let's go. Yeah. No, nah, man, they're expediting uh, Vic Fangio's hot seat. It's they're just pouring gasoline on it. It's it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. Also, my God, Carolina, get yourself together. I mean, I know I curse you all and all with with buying Sam Darnold's jersey and, and stuff. But, um, you know, what the hell happened? It's so, such high hopes for them. How do you get people the Giants, the 2021 New York Giants? You get beat like that, like a redheaded stepchild. That was and, like that not was even awful. beat flat out dominated like straight up fu- like woodshed type shit <laughs> like 
cool. You took a three nothing lead in, in into the second quarter. And then you were losing a baseball game five to three at halftime. What the like, what happened? <laughs> what happened? <sighs> oh, God. and then you wow. give up 20 points in, 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 and, and you don't score at all. Right. PJ Walker played football this game and, and so they benched Sam Darnold. This is great. Sam Darnold was 16 for 25 for 111 and one, which again, I, I, I didn't see much of this game at all. Like that looks like trying to play safe football and still making a mistake. PJ Walker comes out and goes three for 14. Yeah, that's very un PJ Walker. Like um, he's not a bad backup quarterback and uh, a former XFL star, if you will. But uh, man, yeah, the Giants just had him well scouted. I don't, I don't know what changed. They've just been practicing harder or what. But I'm pissed because, listen, a couple weeks ago, Daniel Jones, I was like, ah, he'll be all right starting in my fantasy lineup. And uh, Danny Dimes got five points and concussed. And then this week, uh, the guy I was playing in our league, Ryan, uh, used Daniel Jones against me. And it's the only reason why Ryan won. So oh, that's tough. Uh, he didn't, he didn't even put a second running back in. So I'm like, I'm like double pissed. All right, buddy. Yeah. Double pissed. All <laughs> right. Pissed. Double pissed. All right. So let's go on to discussion topic. Number two, we're going to talk the Philadelphia Eagles and the Chicago bears. Uh, both teams, young quarterbacks. And uh, I, I, I don't even know what, really what to say, just how bad they are. And like Chicago is, you know, regressing uh, exponentially. Philadelphia, it just there, there's nothing there for Philadelphia right now. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about both those two teams because they have been uh, just very disappointing. You know, it, it's funny how quick you know just a couple months ago, right? The Chicago faithful clamoring, we want Fields chanting in the crowd, we want Fields. Yo, Justin Fields, is, his career is about to be over before it even began. And I know it's one of those situations where you got to give a quarterback time. But this offense looked so much better under Andy Dalton, under center. It sure did. You Chicago fans got exactly what you deserved. You did. You pushed Andy Dalton out there. You 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 shunned him, and you, you pushed the team. You pushed Matt Nagy to have to make a decision to be like, eh, you know what, let's go start off with Justin Fields. It's what the, it's what the people want. It's what the fans want. Give, give the people what they want. <laughs> and, and I mean, he's about to give the people what they want. I mean, he did. He gave him Justin Fields, and also he's about to lose his job. So um, that's, that's, I mean, that's I mean and people. at that point, you got nothing to lose, right? Like, you're probably out. Like, if you stay with Andy Dalton and the fans hate it and everyone's booing you and you're losing, you're losing your job. So now you gave the people what they wanted. And your quarterback goes out, goes 22 for 32 for 184 and three. The wrong three. <laughs> yeah, I, I I feel for Justin. Oh, that's that, that's it's, so bad, man. Like, you watch this dude in the preseason. He he wasn't ready. Like he basic blitz packages, and he's getting his clock cleaned. And you're like, you're looking like, okay, he's not ready. Like, and oh, we we want the kid. We want the kid. We want the kid. Why? So he can die? Like, like is this a Roman Coliseum? All of a sudden, we want to see a dude's head ripped off on the field. Right. I mean, this is such a, it's such a, I didn't once be like, yeah, just put in Justin. Fee. At least I don't think I did. If I did, I'm sorry, 
but uh, it, you know, but if I did, I, I really truly am sorry. But um, but I mean, you're having him waste a year in a system, right? He's not even learning about the 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 basic game speed of the National Football League. Uh, well, actually, no, he did say something about the game speed in preseason, and then it kind of <laughs> fell off from there. I take that back. But but you know what I mean? He's not like, like learning like pro style football. And when are these kids going to learn? Like you don't come out in the preseason and go, nah, it's not as fast as I thought. <laughs> Why? Why would you say that? Literally uh, who, like didn't, yeah. didn't Tua say that first? Who like, did it last year? Oh, who did it last God. year? Leonard Fournette, I think did it a couple years ago. And I just blown away. Just every, every, the week after every single time, it always yep. blows up in your face. And I, I don't understand it, but um but yeah, I mean, it, you're you're wasting a year of Fields time. One under, I mean, under a regime that is not going to be here next year. So everything he is learning, everything he is uh, soaking in, taking in, learning how to be an NFL quarterback, it's not going to matter next season because Matt Nagy's out the door pretty much, right. and uh, that's a terrible way to develop quarterbacks. And that why that's why Chicago has been in quarterback purgatory for a very very long time, almost honestly their entire (laughs) existence uh, with the exception of a good two or three years with Jim McMahon um, and, and a select few Sid Luckman and maybe Jim Harbaugh for a couple of years. That's, that's about it. So you're um, saying Rex Grossman wasn't the answer, huh? (laughs) I mean, Hey, he did lead him to a super bowl. Whether people want to (laughs) bro, throwing it out there for you. And one of the most boring Super Bowls of all time. If I was not a Colts fan, I would not give two craps about that game in hindsight. It was bad. Right. It was bad. But on the flip, uh, I don't want to forget about the Eagles either. I mean, I think a lot of people want to forget about the Eagles, but you can't. There's a lot of people who are like, there's upset about the Earth's trade. Like now I'm like, Earth wasn't doing anything in that system. Yeah, you guys had nothing for him. And then he comes in, he scores a touch. I think he scored a touchdown or he got a big grab uh, in the Arizona. Uh, he game. did. He scored a touchdown. Uh, he actually almost had another one, but they, it was called. He actually had a, almost had a rushing touchdown, but it was called back um, on a holding call. Ah. ah. Yeah, they, they ran a very similar to uh, the Dawson Knox rushing touchdown that got called back on a hold from the Monday night game. Uh, very similar type look, and he ended up taking it in, but it got called back. Ah. Uh. That is unfortunate, but I mean, Ertz out to a good start though in, in Arizona. You know, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts. I I mean, are we allowed to say the jury's out on him? Uh, are we are we seeing growth? Like again, I know he had a very muddled rookie season, but this year it's his team, and I mean, fantasy is great, but uh, well, as sure, far as being a, a real quarterback for 60, 70, 80 yards a game because he's you know doesn't stay in the pocket and. When he does, it doesn't look good. I mean, fifty percent completion is not a not a good stat line. No, sure he scored two touchdowns, but I mean, what did he throw for? You threw for like one hundred and fifteen against Tampa Bay's defense. I'm like, oh, against Tampa Bay uh, last week or two weeks ago on Thursday Night Football. And but you know, y'all Philly again, you got what you wanted. You you guys wanted to push. You created all these narratives about Carson Wentz how bad of a person he is, how bad of a teammate he is. I mean, hey, I'm grateful. As a Colts fan right now, I am grateful that Absolutely. you guys decided on that. But obviously the problem runs a lot deeper than your quarterback position, and the problem wasn't Carson Wentz. There's a lot of stuff, bad stuff going on, like front office-wise. You've seen the, uh, the, 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 the miscommunication and all that stuff in the draft this past year. You know, uh, the, the GM went to high-five a talent scout, and the talent scout was like, 
No, <laughs> that's how dysfunctional. <laughs> he, he legit like no soul that just would not high five him. That's uh, like, like a bad tag team partner. Like, no, I'm just going to stand here, hang out for a bit <laughs> where they leave the ring and then they just walk right? backstage. That's really how it was. And yeah, it was, it's hilarious. I find it hilarious. Um, they I mean, their Super Bowl hangover is a lot worse than <laughs> a, a lot of other. I mean, Jesus, you get your first one ever uh, and you collapse the way that they have. And, and, and that's that's the thing about this is that collapse comes from the fact that they won a Super Bowl and they signed every single person to big contracts after that. Right. Like maxed out as many people as they could. The problem was when they won, they were at the end of their Super Bowl window. So they paid all these big contracts to dudes that were at the tail end of being effective and like were older and shit. And I mean, aside from Nick Foles and Carson Wentz, like your team was older. Your team was I know, almost I past its prime. And they have the Sean Jackson. They, I don't know. They might not have. No, I think he was at Tampa Bay that year, but he's been like, he's bounced around there. And yeah, uh, you know, some of the, the running backs and, 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 and whatnot. I just, yeah, Philly, like, it's another case of, hey, you got what you wanted. You got right. what you wanted. And I feel for Nick Sirianni. He was a former Colts offensive coordinator. Um, I don't, I think he's in, I thought he was in way over his head. If Philly was a job that was not desirable at all, like one of the least desirable jobs, I think, um, coming into this, this upcoming year, you had a deal with the quarterback controversy. You had a deal with getting this team just back on track. And Sirianni, again, Sirianni was just in way over his head. Philly was, uh, somebody's got to take it. I mean, good, good for Sirianni, but uh, right. it's, it hasn't been pretty so far. I mean, it's the NFC East, right? We all like to joke. It's the NFC East, but no Dallas, it's the NFC least least, <laughs> but like, it, it, like, but Dallas is like a top contender and they, like, there's no coming back from that. Unless something happens to Dak Prescott again, there's no wild cards coming out of the NFC East. Y'all better no. just start golfing right now. All right. You just, you just start golfing right now. That's how bad it is. And Philly's just, Philly's not even close. Philly's is not even close. Um, even just like, just schematically, they just don't match up like teams. Even if they're like teams are like losing uh, some teams, like they lose, but they lose gracefully. And Philadelphia's losses are all just horrendous. Like there's not like very many good things you can pick apart from those games. And that's what, no, that's like, the most disappointing. And, and this game was 30 to seven going into the fourth quarter. <laughs> so like, you scored 15 points on Vegas going like, okay, we got this. <laughs> like, it's like, there's not enough time left on the clock for you to make this up. <laughs> like even, even if they're like a, a quarter of football, we play, we play some bad offense. All right. May, maybe, maybe you got a shot. They give up 15 points in the fourth and you lost by 11. Like, <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, that's brutal. That's so bad. And it now you're doubling down. You're doubling down on your quarterback problem because you have a veteran who might be able to do something with this offense in Joe Flacco because we've seen him do quarterback like things in the past. Well, they did trade him and you trade him. Yeah, exactly. So now your answer is we're either sticking (laughs) with Jalen hurts or you're going to eat your vitamins, say your prayers because it's Minshew Minshew mania time. God, I feel bad for Gardner. I want him to go to, I wanted him to be the one that got traded to a team that needed a quarterback. Right. We'll put Gardner Minshew on the Seahawks. Let's you go. Think, let's you do think that. they asked Joe Flacco? I mean, we joked about this. Me and Brian joked about it on yesterday's pod. But um, you think they asked Joe Flacco, hey, bud, do you want to go back to New York? Or they're just like, see you, Joe Flacco. 
<laughs> I hope he, I hope he asked. I hope they Please get he me saw out the of kid it. go down and went, hey, hey guys, uh, I'm not doing much here. Think you can send me back to New York? <laughs> Might be able to get a draft pick for me. And they were like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> Full send. Crazy. What a Jets thing to, to do. Instead of just <laughs> re-signing Joe Flacco for like real cheap, they just had to give up like draft assets that they were going to yeah, blow here's, anyway. Here's but... a sixth round pick for a guy we cut. <laughs> Oh, I hate the Jets so much. That's like people people have the Bills trading for uh, the one tight end, Jake Hollister. Like they have oh, yeah. us trading for him and like like mock trade things. And I'm like, we cut him. Why would we trade for him? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah let's let's do that. Yeah, that would be uh, idiots. Idiot. Just that's uh, clickbait garbage. Uh, but what are, you, what are your overall thoughts on the Bears and, and Eagles and kind of where they stand right now? They're trash heaps. Uh, one of the first things that we were well, the very episode one episode, the flagship episode <laughs> of hats, tats and stats on the YouTube machine before we were BICBP radio network folk. And we were just a standalone two bearded dudes talking football at a baseball facility. Uh, we said that the Khalil Mack trade was crippling to the Bears organization because they paid so much and gave up so much. They gave up so much to get them. And then just shit money his way that it was going to cripple the team as a whole, because that that's the move you make when you're one piece away, right? What they gave up for him and what they paid him. That is the one piece that is the missing link move. And they did it when they were more than one piece away. They put their trust in Mitch Trubisky (laughs) and a bad offensive scheme. And what happened now? Mitch Trubisky might is considering staying in Buffalo as a backup next year because he loves the culture and can do well in the system if he needs to. And the Bears are going, I don't know, maybe Andy Dalton. Uh, who's our coach next year? Again, you're you're a trash heap again. Thank God Khalil Mack worked out. Like I, I hope they put, I hope they put Mitch Trubisky on like the Ring of Honor because of what he did with that that man no the offense. No kidding. <laughs> like, we're gonna retire Mitch Trubisky's number ten. We're we're, we're gonna retire Mitch Trubisky's not like. Bill's number 10 because of what he did to our, <laughs> our starting defense in a preseason game and prove that he wasn't the problem. Yeah. Like, Oh God. Like, and, and that's what it is. And like, so now you have a coach instead of listen, if, if, if you're a coach and you're going to, you're going to do your thing, do your thing. Don't cave to media pressure. Don't cave to fan pressure. Like this is what gives us the best chance today. Right. Because I think this kid has talent, but I don't think he's ready for NFL football. Say that and stand by it. Instead, you went out with Andy Dalton. He got hurt. And then, oh, fine. We'll let the other kid keep going. Well, how's 38 to three against the defending Super Bowl champs look, bud? Like trash. Yeah, not good. You know, and the Eagles Eagles are the same thing. They're a trash heap. They're like. You, you had a quarterback controversy for no damn reason last year. Like, how does a team that's that bad have a quarterback controversy? The answer is your quarterback room sucks. Fix it next year. How is this? How is this so complicated? Yeah. And now, yeah. oh, wait, we're doing it again because your quarterback room sucks. You traded your backup. And now if like what happens, what happens if Gardner Minshew gets to start a game or goes into a game because Hurts uh, or Fields or whoever the hell I'm talking about at this point, because I'm so fired up. I lost track. If Hurts goes down, if Hurts gets Hurts and Gardner Minshew goes in and all of a sudden he lights it up and he, he hangs 30 on somebody. Now, what do you do? Do you build around Gardner Minshew or do you go, well, back to the drawing board for next year? Let's start Hurts again. 
Who knows? But they probably would. They'd probably give Hurts a contract extension after doing that. No, that's Philly, how much yeah. of a joke the Eagles are right now. Yeah. They're brutal. It's I'm all bad. fired up today, apparently. I, you are. Everybody you are. sucks. Everybody sucks. Speaking of sucking, let's uh, let's keep that fire going there, Jazz. Um, we're going to talk about the Chiefs. All right, Chiefs I know. suck. <laughs> we have talked plenty about Patrick Mahomes, everything kind of going on right lately. Um, his, his, his TikTok superstar brother, his erratic fiance, um, all that stuff. But it, it's bad it's, sports mom, mom. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really bad. I, it, it's more than Patrick Mahomes, I think, at this point for Kansas City. They're, I mean, I think we've actually, I shouldn't say that at this point, but like their defense is bad. Just everything fundamentally is bad. I, I think Andy, okay, I shouldn't say this, but Andy Reid just doesn't seem like he can get these guys ready to play. They don't look ready to play at all. Like they're this hangover is horrible. I I can't believe like what I'm watching right now. I don't even remember Alex Smith led Kansas City teams looking this bad to start off. No, but, uh, can't like Alex Smith found a way to like Kansas City found a way to win and go to the playoffs without throwing a touchdown to a, re- a to a wide receiver during the regular season, and now. Mahomey or Machoke or whatever you want to call him is out here just tossing donuts. Like this dude was crowned the goat in three seasons to the point that you put him on Madden with Tom Brady. Like people were to put him on Tom Brady's level after three seasons. He still has Tariq Hill. He still has Travis Kels. You know who the receipt leading receiver was last game? Byron Pringle. Because mm. once you pop, the fun don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, Edward Zolaire is out again. He, he's still hurt, apparently. Like, with some knee injury or something. Like, yeah, so that's been on like, IR for a little while. So, like, that dude's a, really at this point, call him a, let's call him a second year bust because he didn't do great last year and he was hurt. Now he's banged up again. Like, so now you're leaning on Daryl Williams, who, you know, okay, but Mahomes was your leading rusher. Okay, you want to talk about a team that maybe needs a running game? Um, maybe the Chiefs should try. Uh, maybe, maybe instead of like Tyree Kill came out and said, "Hey, I like I'm not in the business of taking a discount to stay and play in a, in a certain area. I want to get my bag." So you already know he's a half foot out the door. Oh, for sure. So I mean. Maybe maybe you trade them for like four players that can play defense or say, go play defense if you want to get paid that way. I don't know. Like, because you're not, I'm sorry, six receptions for 49 yards from a dude who, when he gets the ball, if you're not tackling him while he's catching it, he's going to take it to the house. And he's done next to nothing the last couple of weeks. Right. I, I mean, it, yeah, it's bad. You're, you're, you're just, you have a whole team. You have a team that's built to like this, this team is built. Like I'm playing Madden and not playing defense. Like I, I'm super simming all the defensive side of it. And I'm just trying to score as many points as possible and hope the computer defense figures it out on the other side. <laughs> like that's what this, that's what they're they're That's what they're playing like right now. And the problem is uh, somebody upped the difficulty settings. Cause you're having a rough run here, boys. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a abysmal. I, I, I don't even want to like trust Kansas city against 
teams with winning records at this point. I, I, I really don't. We do our bet, you know, our not our bet show, but our pick them episode every uh, it comes out every Thursday. And the last couple weeks, I'm like, how do I pick Kansas City against a, a superior team? Like you can't before you couldn't pick you couldn't pick against them. And it's crazy how quick that that narrative has changed uh, yeah. with with the way that they performed. And and you are right. I mean, I just I think the biggest like I'm su- mostly surprised how um, I'm very surprised at just how elite they made the Titans defense look. Yeah. And the Titans, the Titans defense, defense is like hurt in the secondary. Correct. So like I thought this was going to be a shootout. I thought this was going to be a knockdown, throwdown, barn burner of a game because the Titans are going to score because the Chiefs defense sucks and the Titans defense is beat to shit. So I'm like, this is going to be like a like a 45-40 ball game here because every time Henry touches the ball, he's taking it to the house and the Chiefs are going to take three plays to get downfield and score because they're not going to be able to cover those two receivers. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah, it's it's I mean, they couldn't even get a garbage time touchdown for Christ's sake. Like that says a lot about yeah. where this Chiefs team has has fallen, you know, how how bad it is. And the dynasty was over before it ever really truly began. I know we had a couple year run where they were on top, you know, three seasons uh, where they were up there. AFC championship finish, then two Super Bowl, uh, one Super Bowl victory, two Super Bowl appearances. But um you know, it, and also like you got to understand too. Like I understand too that listen, players have down years all of the time, right? I remember in the prime Green Bay Packers years, Brett Favre would have down years, and the team would just not look great. You know, it is what it is. But it, just the how rapidly it changed. And, you know what I mean? Everybody likes yeah. to talk blueprints and stuff, blueprints, blueprints. You know, but execution's half the battle. And it, you know, it, while Tampa Bay, while you know Buffalo. And, and maybe some other teams I laid the blueprint out. It's crazy that teams with significantly inferior defenses can execute it as, as well. Like I said, it, it's, it, it's crazy to, look, to see Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey just look clueless yeah. out there and Mahomes look clueless. I mean, he's getting blindside, uh, blindside sacked, fumble, fumbling the ball, this offensive line that was reinvested in, and it has not looked good all year long. Sure hasn't. You know, what, what, what's, what value is it in beating Kansas City right now? You know, what does it say about those teams? Uh, I mean, somebody tried to say that the, it devalued the Buffalo win. And I, I said, no, it doesn't do that because it was a big-time revenge game. It was still a good game, but it was a big-time revenge game for the AFC Championship loss last year for Buffalo. But um, as far as, like, the, the long term, like, what, what does it mean? What, what does it mean? You know, what does that win mean for Buffalo? What does that win mean for Tennessee, the Chargers, the Ravens? Where does it put, you know, where does it put them in the grand, the, 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 the grand scope of things? We're going to get to that in just a moment, but, um, but it's, it's, it's hard to tell. It's, it's really hard to tell where you stand if you beat Kansas City right now. I mean, Kansas City realistically might go one and three or oh and four before they play the Broncos. Right. Which like you'd think, okay, so the, the Monday night game against the Giants should be a get right game. You you better hope so because you got the Packers, the Raiders, and the Cowboys right after that. I am intrigued by the Raiders schedule. I am intrigued by the Raiders game a lot. Yeah. I really am. Uh because the Raiders are on top of the division right now. They're playing good even without John Gruden, but 
Uh, I mean, that, that game is going to be, a, I think, a, a, I would say it's going to be a test for the Raiders to see how far they've come. But I'm starting to be like, oh, it's going to be a test for the Chiefs to see if they can kind of get back in, on top. It's it's worrisome. Uh, they mean, have a, They do have a very tough stretch of schedule ahead of them. Yeah, like there's only two games at the end of this year like three games, if you count this week, that should be like, okay, they're going to win that one. Right. Because you go Giants, you should win that one. Packers, Raiders, Cowboys, uh, two out of those three, I don't think you're going to win. And, uh, and the Raiders, it's going to be a, a crapshoot. Then you go back to the Raiders again after the Broncos, who you should beat the Broncos because the Broncos aren't playing well. Then you got the Chargers, the Steelers, and the Bengals before you finish out against the Broncos. I don't think the Chiefs make the playoffs. You think no no playoff? I think play, I think I think playoffs at least, but I think the division is out of out of reach right oh, now. Absolutely. I mean, you you you'd have to look at an epic collapse in that division. Right. Yeah, I have I have faith that I have probably the mo- team I have most faith in is probably the Chargers right now, uh, in the AFC West. The Raiders kinda. I, I think I, I feel like I still have more faith in the Chiefs than I do the Raiders, which is like sad. But the Raiders are playing really good. I mean, they've won. I mean, they're five and two right now, which is uh, and they've beaten some some quality teams. So it is surprising. Yep. But, um, but but yeah, this is uh, this has all been very wild, very unexpected. I think. I mean, as a fan, I'm excited. I, I'm definitely glad. I don't like to see the same teams at the top all the time. You got to keep things fresh. Um, it, it, when it, when I'm consuming football entertainment, you got to keep things fresh. I've said it many times before. I was not ready for another dynasty. All right. I like good teams popping up sporadically. I don't need another Tom Brady and Patriots run. I don't. I can't do it anymore. I emotionally, I emotionally, I'm just drained. So, um, <laughs> so it's, there it's good. For, it's good for sports as a whole. Like dynasties are terrible for sports. You know, it, it's been great for baseball that the Yankees haven't made the world series in uh, like 15 years because when it's, but anytime you te- you see smaller market teams make it, whenever LA, Boston, and New York aren't in the World Series, it's good for baseball. Like having the Patriots there, like what, twelve out of friggin' fifteen years or whatever it was, ridiculous stat I think that it was. Was not was it nine or eleven or uh, yeah, nine something like that. Brady had what six rings with them, and they lost. They had nine Super Bowls in the last twenty years. Right, and like. And really, it's uh, that's just disgusting. Like, and that's no fun for anybody. I, I don't want to see. I shouldn't be tuning into football to hope Tom Brady loses. So I agree with you. I don't want dynasties. I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> he did not see this this type of nosedive out of the Chiefs, though. No, not even remotely close. Not not even remotely close. Like competitive, I'd understand, but just the way they're getting beat, it's. And it's like the teams that they're getting beat by are like the teams they're going to see in the playoffs if they squeak in, right. which is a big if at this point. It certainly is. They they, they could be looking at the outside in. I, this next month is very important for uh, for Mahomes and the Chiefs, and we'll we'll see how. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely see how that unfolds. But speaking of the rest of the AFC, segways right. are cool. Segways are cool. We've actually done pretty good on the segways today. Uh, we're usually not we're usually not too good at that. Um, yeah, the AFC is a hot mess right now. All right, oh my the God. AFC is a hot mess. Let me read off the, uh, the the seating for each and every one of you. All right, because this is not what I this is not what I had on the uh, on the bingo card for for twenty twenty one football season. All right, hold on, it's loading, it's loading, it's not loading, <laughs> it's loading now. Okay, 
So in the seventh seed right now, the Cleveland Browns. Eh, okay. Okay. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers at number six. The Ravens at five. The Bills at four. The Titans at three. The Raiders at two. And the Cincinnati effing Bengals are the number one. Are the one seed. That's the, insane. In I love it. the AFC right now. I Good for them. First no of all. shit. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, but records aside, two is really like, what's our pecking order? That that's like it's so confusing because like I, I am I'm excited for the Bengals. I'm excited for Joe Burrow. You know, I'm excited for the Raiders to be up on top. I'm excited for the Chargers to be kind of in the mix. Um, you know, and of course Buffalo's playing relatively well. I know they're coming off of a tough loss, but. Uh, I, I'm liking this little shakeup at the top, but I don't know how long I could. Uh, this is going to last. I, I, I really don't. I still think, despite the the loss to Tennessee, that the Bills are still the most complete team in the in the AFC conference. And it pains me to say, I know, I know, but it, but they are. It, it, it's true. It was a tough loss. It was a loss that would only happen, I think, one out of ten times. If the, if the Bills and Titans played ten times, I feel like Buffalo would get them nine of those ten times. I really do, uh, but but we got you know you got to take into consideration the, the legitimate the le- legitimacy. Yes, that's a yeah, word. That's the word. That's the word of of the Bengals right now. Their offense is is great, and honestly, they're a few plays away from being a seven and zero football team right now. Should have beat the Green Bay Packers. Could have beaten the you know could have beaten the Bears. The Bears kind of had their number, but you know what I mean. They're they're a, a missed field goal away. Uh, a made field goal away from beating the Packers right now, being at least six and one. Uh, but yeah, like it, for a team that everybody doubted, it, especially with Joe Burrow coming back from that horrific injury, they're in a very good spot. They're in they are they are in a very very good place uh, right now. And I think the Bengals have certainly earned their way into it into a postseason spot. I, as the AFC North champions, I don't know. I hope so. I, I really do. I, I think that would make things very very exciting. But. Um, I did not have a lot of expectations for Cincinnati this year. So, um, so they're, they're there. If I, so if I had to rank them in inverse order or in order, I'd, I'd probably put the bills. Number one, I'd probably put uh, the Ravens two, even though they took a bad loss this week. Um, <sighs> Chargers three. Man, this is hard, <laughs> right? This is hard. Uh, Bills one, Ravens two, Chargers three. So you got to go with somebody. Titans the four, Titans four, uh, Raiders five. I, I don't. I, honestly, the way Cleveland's played, I, I don't see them kind of being like going too far. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Cleveland's going to make the playoffs or not. If they start hit, getting some tough stretches of schedule, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure they might squeak in uh, again, but that that's how this is how jumbled the hierarchy is. This is how right. jumbled it is. It, it you know what I mean? Like Cincinnati hasn't like the best team that they've beaten obviously is the Ravens so far. So it's really hard to to kind of gauge where uh, it, it, you know exactly where they're at. But but yeah, I think I'm pretty confident in Buffalo one. Uh, yeah, Buffalo one, Ravens two, Chargers three, and Titans at four. And uh, there's something special. I got to see more from the Titans. 
I still think that they're a flawed. I still think that they're a flawed team. I think, you know, and I don't want to crap on them. They've had some very impressive victories, but, um, you know, they beat a bad Chiefs team and they squeaked out a victory over over a, a Bills team that got lazy, you know. So I'm not sure what really where to put the Titans. Right. But the AFC is, is again, interesting as heck. Uh, it, I, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Where, where, what do you got for the AFC this year? I, I agree with you. I think the Bills are far and away the, the most complete team. Um, you know, they, they can run the ball. They, they can throw the ball. They can move the ball in creative in different ways. And that defense has been playing legitimate all year. Uh, and really, like you talk about the Titans lost that we, you know what the difference in that game was? One play and one yard. Yep. And a little, I mean, little, that, a little then, bit of dewy, wet grass. Yeah. I mean, and that's what it was. One play and one yard. Um, you know, I, if Josh Allen doesn't slip, the Bills win that football game. Uh, either we we make a ta- we bottle up Henry on that 76 yard run, or one of the three holding calls gets made. And I'm not I'm not that guy. All right, I'm not that guy that's going to sit here. Oh, they, they there's a holding call and like well, and then the holding call. Like, listen, you got to be better than that shit. Right, you're you're going to get calls. You're not going to get calls. You have to be better than it. One play and one yard is what the Titans beat us on, and we outplayed them the entire game. I mean, that's that that, that so that to me, the Bills are number one, and I think they're going to finish number one. Uh, obviously, you know, we need somebody to come up and, and beat the Titans who are playing good football right now. Um, but I mean, they, they do, I mean, this, this week for them is going to be huge. I think the Colts are playing, playing a lot better than they did the first time they saw the Titans. So I am excited for that one. Uh, and I'm rooting for the Colts in it. I really am. Uh, but then they, I mean, they, then they got the Rams. That's going to be a tough one. The saints, who knows who the saints are. The saints are a good defensive football team. I think. Right. Right. You know, then then they're going to beat the tar out of the Texans like everybody else does. You know, <laughs> then it's going to be the Patriots. And if somebody can scheme up a way to stop that team, it's Belichick. Uh, you know, and division games against the Jaguars. Then the, you know, then the Steelers who have a good defense. The Niners who I think have a good defense still maybe. You know, I they, don't think it's bad. It's it's hard to use like this past Sunday's game like it take right. into account. It is hard. Um, the pros are definitely good, but the the net the. The cons are definitely really hard to hard to grade and judge. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I think they're you know, as the, as a Colts fan, I got to bring them up. Like it, their matchup against Tennessee this week is going to be very telling for them. If they lose, the season's over. It's it's yeah. it's done. There's 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 not a whole lot of coming back from that. So yeah. um, you know, and and that'll we'll, we'll get a determination of what what Tennessee is like. Everything it's just a weird, just circular thing right now and just everybody sure everybody's beating everybody and everybody's kind of losing everybody so uh, there's there's a lot of muddy water in the afc um i think I, I still think again the bills are one i think i think the titans pull a two pull a two seed here mostly because the afc north is going to eat itself that's probably I, true that's probably I, true I, I mean everybody in there is competitive whether you, you agree or not they're Pittsburgh isn't going down without a fight uh, no. and Cleveland, even if they melt down, they're still going to be competitive and good. And they'll probably have a winning record at the, at the, at the worst. Right. So I think, I think you see bills, one Titans two. Um, I want to say, I, I want to say the Bengals come out of the North. I want, and I want to say they're going to come out of the North at three or four, uh, the chargers being the other one there. And then, I think you see the Ravens, the Browns, and the Raiders sneak in. I don't think the Patriots sneak uh, sneak through. I don't think, like I said, the, uh, the Chiefs have too hard of a schedule to, to come out of the other end of it. The Broncos suck. 
Uh, the Steelers are going to fall just short, I think. Uh, I think the Colts are going to fall just short, which is unfortunate because I want them to do better. Uh, I think they just they fell behind, and that that's what makes that tough. Yeah, you know that falling behind early is definitely not what you want um, in the season, especially the way you know the the games that they could have had, the games that they could have won. Um, you know, obviously the the loss against the Seahawks is is one that you'd like back, especially you know if they play the Seahawks now. I think that's a completely different game. Oh, hundred percent. You know, I'd um, love to, I'd love to play the Seahawks right now. No kidding. I think everybody and their mother would love to play the Seahawks right now. No kidding. Uh, obviously, I mean, the, a, a tight one with the Rams. The Rams are one of the best teams on the other side of the on the other side of the league. So yeah. <clears throat> you played a three point game there. That game could have went the other way. Again, I think they're a completely different team than the last time they played the Titans. You know, I agree. Um, I, t- I agree. A, t- a tight one with the Ravens, who we're talking about being one of the better teams in the league. I mean, you know, now th- this week is a big one for them. And then they got the Jets, the Jags. You know, a tough one against the Bills and then the Bucks, but then the Texans. I think they can do well against the Patriots, the Cardinals at the end of the year, and then the Raiders and Jags. I mean, it, it's going to be tough, but I think they fall just short because they hit. They do play a lot of good teams down the stretch. Right. Yeah. Well, keeps things interesting. That's for sure. It does. That's for sure. And, and 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 all of that can be shaken up by you know one injury. Right. You know, Lamar Jackson goes down and the Ravens are done. It's over. Um. Derrick Henry goes down. The Titans season goes out the window. True. Very true. Not wishing on anybody, but that's certainly a factor that that has to be considered. Uh, always. Did you buy a Derrick Henry jersey yet? No, not yet. I probably should have, yeah. huh? I must Yeah. <laughs> I probably should have. Come on, man. He's in your division. What are you doing? I know. I know. I was hoping my Steve McNair one would just, the uh, Oilers <laughs> one would just hold over, but apparently not. Um, no, I got a little slippery, though. <laughs> but all right, buddy, let's get into discussion topic number five, our final one of the uh, of the day. This one was suggested to us by a good friend, Andrew Lenz. Uh, he brought up an interesting point. You know, we're, we are in a 17-game season now. Uh, what does that put a lot of records, right? So so does it, you know, does it put older records on a, on a, on a higher pedestal? How does it affect like record keeping essentially in a way uh, for the national football league with, with these longer and longer seasons that we've been getting? So um, first and foremost, Andrew, I love you, buddy, but you're a history nerd. <laughs> uh, second, yes. Where, where does the longer season put NFL records currently uh, in jeopardy is, is where it puts them. And, <clears throat> you know, you can say, like, is it more impressive the guys that set these records in 12 and 14 game seasons than 16 and 17 game seasons? Yes. And that will always be impressive, but records are records. Um, you know, they, at the same time, you know, you shorter, shorter seasons, less teams. So you maybe saw worse teams more often, right. you know, it, it all balances out in the end and, you know, more games to do it. Sure. But again, maybe, maybe the talent pool wasn't as deep, maybe, you know, there, there were, there were different things from back then that should have, I mean, again, comparing this to baseball, oh, he hit that home run record. Well, you know, that was before that, you know, that was before anybody, but you know, that's before colored people weren't allowed to play the game. Does that count? Yeah, it still counts. Like right. it's still a league record. Um, you know, it's the same thing. A record's a record. It's going to be broken. They're meant to be broken. And you you do have to denote the importance of yeah this guy set this record when there were only 14 games and it took the season going to 17 for someone else to break it and that makes their record more impressive but it doesn't take away from the guy who broke the record either um and i i think it's it's 
you have to know where you came from to know where you're going. But at the same time, like you can't say, oh, this record doesn't matter because he only because this guy only took 14 games to do it. Well, okay, but I mean, you know, defensive defensive ends didn't look like J.J. Watt back then either. Yeah, that's that that is a good point. Athletes are much, much different, at least as far as shape, size, speed, um, speed right? Just all, all that stuff, just mentality. Psychology. Yes. Debatably illegal substances. <laughs> yeah, you know, which, which is freaks. Which which is a great point. And you listen, I'm I'm a huge stack guy. Um, I, I am a huge, huge aficionado for for statistics. I love I look, love looking at the numbers. I love looking at all time rankings and stuff. It excites me to kind of go through those lists and stuff. But um, you know, I it's so weird. It, it's almost just just. I mean, I think it's the game evolving. I I really do believe. Like it, it does it suck that a guy like you know a Jim Brown or somebody that they're they're all-time record is going to be broken in something or norm van brocklin who threw for x you know 500 something yards in a single game uh broke or, or season long or whatever it may be uh rushing all-time rushing records all that stuff it's gonna it, is it gonna suck maybe a little bit but you know i mean those 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 characters those people are already immortalized in like the pro football hall of fame for those reasons and i think it's just you know it's a way of the game evolving you know it it, and like, I understand the point. I understand the point. It, it, it does make those records a lot more precious. Those, those previous ones. Um, and I don't think anybody will ever, like, well, somebody probably will forget about them. That's kind of how sports history goes. But, um, but, but yeah, I, I think it's just really just priming the game for a new generation. That, that That's, that's where I'm, what my feelings are on it. I don't think it discredits them at all. Like if, if people really want to know the history of, of their, their favorite sports, like a football, like a baseball, they go look back and see what these guys did in respective years. But, uh, but, but yeah, I, 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 I don't think it takes away from it. Yeah. Derek Henry could break, you know, the all time rushing yards record this year. He's already on pace to do it. He He's has on pace to obliterate it, obliterate it right now. Um, you know, and, and honestly, probably before there's a 17th game, uh, you know, that's something that has to be taken into account too. But, uh, you know, but, but yeah, it doesn't take away. I don't think it takes away anything from the, from the old, you know, the, the old time guys, they did their job. They did what they were supposed to do during the time that they played. They're immortalized. They're in the hall of fame. They got, you know, they're, they're on these records lists and stuff like that. But, um, but but yeah, it doesn't definitely doesn't take it away from the, the new generation and what they're able to accomplish with this. You know what I mean? Somebody's gonna fifty years down the road, somebody's gonna say the same thing about a Derrick Henry. You know, maybe there'll be a 19, 18 or nineteen or twenty game season, and people are like, oh, you know, is it take away from Derrick Henry? It all just it all just kind of works itself out. And the people who broke records in the twelve game, you know, those twelve game seasons, uh, right. we're probably saying that when they when they went to fourteen or sixteen. You know, it's just, it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things that, and I think that's an important fact too, is that it's, it's always going to be like that. It's always going to be like that, you know? Yeah. And then like, while you're sitting here talking, I just pulled up profootballreference.com and pulled up some things and like, um, you know, like the single season uh, passing yards per game in a single season. And you look at these guys and like, Manning, Breeze, Roethlisberger, Brady, Breeze, 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 Roethlisberger, Dan Fouts, Winston, Mahomes, Marino, Breeze, Mahomes, Stafford, Warren Moon, Stafford, Warner, Stafford, Rogers, Breeze, Roethlisberger, Ryan, Eli Manning, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins. Like, I mean, we're, 
most of those guys, until I got to like Kirk Cousins, no one's going to argue that those are bad quarterbacks and they, they only have those stats because the season's longer. Right. You know, like, so it, it's not like it's going to be, get, it's not like it's going to get to a point where you're like, well, you know, the, the, the warriors of your are forgotten <laughs> because Joe blow average quarterback who like played two seasons. No one would ever heard of has more 300 yards passing than those dudes because there's more games. No, it's not going to happen. The guys who are talented are still, you're going to have those random one-offs like Jameis Winston being up there, stuff like that. But like, they get, like no one's going to forget who Warren Moon is. No one's going to forget like the, 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 the warriors of yesteryear. Uh, you know, are they going to get knocked down the, the single season records? Sure. But I mean, you know what's really cool? Nowadays when they're talking about like, Tom Brady and uh, all-time passing touchdowns and showing the other, um, like, just the other guys on that list. Like, Brady, Breeze, Manning, Favre, Rodgers, Rivers, Marino, Roethlisberger, Manning, Ryan, Tarkenton, Stafford, Elway, Palmer, Moon, Unitas, Wilson. Like, those names are still up there. Those names are, like, they're not going to be forgotten about. Nobody cares that it was 12 games or 14 or 16 or 18. It's still impressive. Like, and you know, sure. So Brady played for 900 years to do it. Who cares? He's still up there. It's still impressive. You know, right. you still have to play the game. You still have to, you still have to complete the passes, run for the yard, score the touchdowns, whole nine yards. So, I mean, there, there's some guys who could have a 24 game season and not come close to some of these records. That's true too. That is true. Still, still got to play the game. Still got to be talented. <laughs> but, um, all right, we're getting ready to close up shop here, but we do have one more question. <laughs> We do have one more question, a little bit of a bonus question. Derek Joss, what would you? Yes, Matthew. What, <laughs> Derek, Derek Smith Joss. I don't even know what your middle name is. Don't matter. It starts with an R. I'll give you that. Okay. Derek Roger Joss. Um, <laughs> what would you give up, give back the six, Tom Brady's 600th touchdown pass ball for? Ah. <sighs> This is such a tough question because like I've said, I've seen conflicting reports of what this dude actually got. Uh, I've seen everything from a signed game ball and game worn Brady Jersey, a game worn Evans Jersey and cleats that were signed and a thousand dollars to the team store. And like somebody said, like Brady gave him a Bitcoin or something. I I've seen all kinds of weird shit. Um, I know that Tony Romo is in hot water right now because he made a comment about possibly having, um, like giving up a date with Giselle for the ball back. <laughs> like Romo said that live on air on NFL on CBS and people are like, Oh my God, I can't believe you suggest like prostituting his wife for a football. Like that's not what he said. No, <laughs> like, he said, go on a date, like go to dinner with Giselle one time. And I'll give you like, give then and I'll give the ball back. Uh, that might be on my list. Um, I, I thank God that Allie doesn't listen to this, this show because she, fucking shoot me but uh yeah i I don't know man that rumor has that ball be worth five hundred thousand dollars i could buy a big ass house for that much money Mm -hmm. paid for in cash so i'd be okay yeah the cash thing is always interesting it's easy to be like yeah cash but (sighs) that that would be cool if you could hold up the nfl for five hundred thousand dollars cash that's that's impressive Um, i would i would want close to the football's value because because you know what brady's going to do he's going to keep it for his own collection and then someday he'll either loan it or sell it to the NFL Hall of Fame, and it'll be enshrined somewhere. 
in Correct. a museum of some kind. So he's going to make money off it at some end. Cause if he loan, if he puts it on loan, they do get loan payments on those types of things uh, because it is your property. And on the other end, you get like, you sell it to him flat out and you get the money for it. Now he's not hard off for cash. So like, at the same time, you're not hard off for cash. Maybe I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe I want season tickets in the in the pirate ship. That's what I was saying. <laughs> I would have to Darn. get some kind of season tickets out of it. Uh, at least like, a couple like, lifetime tickets. Do you think lifetime? Yeah. Like, listen, Josh Allen does that, and I and I get that ball in my hands. I want lifetime season tickets to a, in, in a suite. Um, and I want all the signed stuff. Lifetime, listen, uh, give me a signed ball, a signed jersey, and lifetime tickets to us in, in a suite. Okay. Like, like, just give me the Derek Jaws. I was lucky enough to get handed this ball by a dude who didn't realize what the ball meant. Sweet. For me and my boys. Let's go. That's okay. I, I can get I can get behind that. Yeah, I, I want some autograph. I'd actually like to meet. I'd probably have to meet Tom Brady. Like, get a picture with him. Sure. At least just to be like, yeah, I, I did that. Um, that would probably mean a lot. I like the season ticket idea. That's pretty neat. Autograph memorabilia, that sort of thing, and probably a little bit of cash, right? I get at least a little bit of cash. I think I, I would be okay with that. I'm low. I may be low balling here. I I don't know, but yeah, this I, this guy, I, I like. I don't want to be a greedy dick about it because, like, you know, <laughs> for all intent and purpose, and uh, me and me and Austin talked about this yesterday a little bit. It's not like it's a home run ball that like the ball had to leave the leave the stand, like go into the stands for it to count as a home run. So like. You like don't deserve to have it back if I don't want to give it back to you. This ball should have never been in my hands. Like this, this is something that like should have never happened. So anything I get is a bonus because this should not have been a thing. So how greedy do I want to be? Like, do I want to be an asshole? No. So like, give me, give me, give me some type of season ticket. I would like it to be really fancy if possible, whatever. But like, and and worth something toward what the ball is worth. But you know. I, at the same time, I can't be overly greedy because I shouldn't have had it in the first place. Right. No, I certainly agree. I certainly agree. Well, everybody, that is it for this week's discussion topic episode. I want to thank you so much, as always, for tuning in, uh, giving our show a chance. Of course, there's a few more days worth of episodes. We have our picks episode tomorrow, NFL history on Friday, and our week eight fantasy football outlook on Saturday. So make sure you check it out. Also, make sure you go and check out all the shows. Um, on our network, which includes some, several of Jazz's. He's up to four or five at this point. Uh, please go support that. And that is it, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. And on behalf of Jaws and I, till next time, the two-point conversation is good. We need team. We need team.